Well, this series is, is it's to help Christians understand what their Buddhist or Sikh or Hindu or Jehovah's Witness neighbours believe. And there's a double side to it too because it also helps us understand what we believe. Every cult has a process of human effort that's required either to get salvation or to maintain salvation. The bad news is we're lost and we cannot do anything to save ourselves and that's the difference between Christianity and a cult. So what is the great news? The great news is that we can find in Christ eternal life immediately. What you're trying to achieve in a lifetime, like every other cult or religion, never know if you've ever done enough. Christ has all done it for you. Welcome to Great News with Lou Meyer from LifeQuest Resources as we look at great news for people who believe not the truth. <laughs> yeah. Well, this series is, is it's to help Christians understand what their Buddhist or Sikh or Hindu or Jehovah's Witness neighbours believe, but yep. also to be able to hand to them. So that's quite unique in literature. And it's not easy to do. Can't do it perfectly, but we've yep. given it a good go. And there's a double side to it too because it also helps us, it, it helps us be, understand what we believe because as we get further into the series yeah. with uh, good news for Mormons, mm. good news for Jehovah's Witnesses, uh, sorry, great news for, for Mormons, great news for Jehovah's Witnesses. Often when they come and knock on our door, we're very, very loath and scared to actually engage with them because we know that they know their faith really, really well, whereas we may not know ours well enough. And I think these resources are, are good to say, okay, not only does this help you understand where the Mormons are coming from, but it also helps you understand your own faith. Absolutely, and, and how wonderful our faith is yeah. compared to what they've got. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so in this uh, episode, we're looking at um, at a religion that doesn't have gods. Basically, Buddhism. Great news for Buddhists. That's right. Well, Buddhism came out of Hinduism uh, way, way back in India. When we're really not sure of the original details, uh, um, the Gautama Siddhartha is a Buddhist's name. He's got other names as well. And uh, so the story of Buddhism, because I say that because as far as I'm aware, nothing was really written down officially for about 600 years, so there's a bit of a gap there. Yep. And um, oral traditions can be quite accurate in certain cultures, um, but uh, how accurate we don't know and can't prove. But anyway, the story behind Buddhism is that Siddhartha Gautama was a son of a Raja, lived in northern India, in a very insular society, and he decided to go AWOL and he went out and had a look around and he saw he saw suffering. He saw a funeral, he saw a beggar, he saw a, a decrepit old person, he saw an ill person. And, he, and it really struck him that one of the big issues of society is suffering. Suffering, yeah. So if you want to understand Buddhism, it's really an attempt to answer the problem of suffering. It's as simple as that. That's, I mean, that's similar to Ecclesiastes in some ways. That's where, where Solomon looks at the world and says this is this is like it's all rubbish. Yeah. The, the other thing is that at that time, of course, there were so many deities in Hinduism, nobody could count them, and they were made in the likeness of people and there yeah. were grumpy gods and there were loving gods and scary gods. And even today there are demon gods, there are animal male, animal human hybrids, there are human-type gods. So it was kind of like that and... Um, so basically, in the teachings of Hinduism, it it, it does away with the concept of God. Buddhism. Buddhism, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Uh, it moves from Hinduism in that sense. Yeah. It does away that concept. So it actually becomes a philosophy of life. 
and or theoretically at least. But in reality, a lot of people in Buddhist countries, they mix Buddhist, Buddhist concepts and they mix folk religion concepts and some of them talk about God and, they, and there's ancestor worship in there and all sorts of things. So, so you can't say these are, these are our religions where everybody believes the same. I guess the fundamentals are kind of there. So, so the, goal of, the goal of Buddhism is to get to a level of um, a level of experience where you are detached. So you have no, you're emotionally detached. Yep. So apparently um, Gautama, he went out and he did another trip and he sat under a, a wisdom tree, a Bodhi tree for seven days and had all sorts of strange experiences. But in the end, he got to this level called Nirvana where he was emotionally detached so he didn't feel any joy, he didn't feel any sadness, he didn't feel any regret. He was sort of at this detached level. And, of course, if you're at nirvana, you can't say, yeah, I've reached nirvana because that's Because that would be emotion, yeah. You've lost it. So, But the other thing is the, the teaching of Buddhism, and there's different kinds of Buddhism in the world. There's Zen Buddhism. That's not huge. There's Theravada Buddhism. And there's even a Japanese sect of Buddhism. And they've got different characteristics. But... Um, so basically it's the, the answer to suffering is to become detached. Basically reincarnation causes suffering. Right. So, so Buddhists you, believe in reincarnation? They do. They do. But they don't believe we have a soul. This is the other difference. The Hindu believes we have a soul, an Atman, um, and that will go into the neck, the child. When, our, when we die it goes into a baby and, yep. and so we get recycled again and again and again. The Buddhists deny that we have a soul. There's no individual us. So in a sense, Buddha, Buddha was saying part of the problem is that we believe we exist. And you're thinking, yes, uh, that we exist as an individual. Well, yes. Uh, but he's saying, well, that's ignorance. We need to destroy that ignorance, realise that we don't exist. And then logically from our Western perspective, we say, yep. But if Buddha didn't really exist, then the Buddhist teaching didn't exist and what, what are we talking <laughs> that's about? Right. But, of course, that's, that's Western logic. Does that, does that go into, uh, um, like, does Gaiaism come out of that where, where, where Gaia is the, the, the whole organism of the planet Earth and we're actually all part of that? Not organism? so much in Buddhism as far as I know. You, you ask a Buddhist what's their cosmology, cause and effect, but they don't d- define the cause. Yeah. And so, um, and there's, there's various philosophies in that. So ultimately, the Buddhist has this goal to become a Buddha, where where they um, where they are at a state of detachment. So they stop reincarnating from then on, so they don't suffer anymore. Right. So um, that's kind of like the basic plan overall. But again, there are all of these different sub beliefs. Yeah. Uh, part of Buddhists today, and they vary around the world. One of the problems is, though, that you don't, and I know a lot of these, you, they don't deal with the bad stuff, with the sin. How do you, how do you get rid of no the negative? Well, you see, um, see, uh, reincarnation actually multiplies sin; it doesn't get rid of it. Because if you, I do something rotten to you, then in my in my next incarnation, somebody's going to do something rotten to me, and so there's two rotten things instead of one. Yeah. And forgiveness, of course, cuts through all that, which which is what we believe in. But 
Um, yeah, so it's, it's, I mean, these, these philosophies are kind of self-defeating, but again, this is the East. They don't have to make sense. It's all about harmony, yeah. you know, and uh, community. And uh, so they haven't sat down and worked, worked out them logically like, like we have. Because they don't, in, in their culture, they don't need to work through it logically. But the other downside of reincarnation is, you know, like the bloke who sold me the outboard motor, the old rat bag, <laughs> um, mechanic said there's no way this was going. But anyway, see, you can do that because you think, I, okay, I'm not, I'm not being so good in this life, but in my next life I'll be better. And you get as many chances as you need. Uh, where, you know, Christianity says, look, God's going to call us at the end of this life to You account. get one chance. You get one yeah. chance, one life. So there's a certain attraction in the idea that you get as many shots as you need and, okay, you know you've been a yeah. rotten sinner and done some bad stuff, but uh, uh, next life you'll But you can also, I mean, you can also balance that even even in this life. If I sell you an outboard motor that's not going but I tell you it is going, that's a, that's a negative, but I can do something nicer yeah. to someone else to outbalance that so Absolutely. I still get reincarnated Yeah, re- and reincarnation, yeah, it's true. Well, people will do good things. Uh, not necessarily to make that person their equal because that interfere with the outworking of their incarnation and mm. they might have to go in another life and suffer all over again. So you get this caste system. But they will do good things because they will they get credit for that. They want to increase their... And there is genuine compassion in these cultures as well, you know. Yeah. Um, they need a philosophy that works in life. Uh, and so they're not all extreme in it, you know. And, and, and the Buddha apparently called this the middle path because it wasn't so extreme nobody could handle it. Uh, but it had certain requires. Yeah. And you've got, you've got monks that have got more discipline required of them. But, you, but it's not like a Catholic monk. You don't make a vow for your life. You can go and be a monk for a year and your family will get some karma out of this and some increase okay. and then you go back home again and work in the fields. So... There are variations between different religions. Yeah. The, um, the, the great news is, though, that whilst the Buddhists are trying to achieve nirvana through their own efforts, yeah. the great news is that God has, has provided, I don't want to call it nirvana, but it's, he's, you know, he's provided that, that oneness with him through his efforts, not through our efforts. Buddhism is hopeless. The ultimate thing in Buddhism is the void, the emptiness, the, the nothingness, the detachment, so that it, it kind of loses its whole meaning. But we, 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 uh, we find meaning in Christ. You know, the, the human body for the Buddhist is an encumbrance. You know, so once they've got rid of this, then they'll, they're fine. They're fine and they don't suffer anymore. But for us, it's something for which, with which we can glorify God. And we're looking for the new heavens and the new earth. The Buddhists say, you're stuck with your own ego. Who do you think you are that you, you should live, have another life? Yeah. Why are you so hung up on yourself? And um, Empty yourself. <laughs> yeah, and so theirs is all e- emphasising the communal and, uh, it's you know, uh, and so, we, you know, it's, it's quite different. But we have hope to offer a Buddhist that they don't find in Buddhism. And, of course, they can't get rid of the problem of suffering. Detachment or pretending it's not there doesn't solve the issue. No. And that seemed to be the whole, when, it, when we look at Buddhism, it seemed to be the whole point was not act to, actually to uh, to achieve something nice, it was to not achieve something bad. Partly that. And the, and the, but the other thing to remember from a Christian perspective is that, is that 
we uh, we uh, can we need to love a Buddhist, and there's a lot of things in the Buddhism that we agree with, and it's in fact there's things in all religions we agree with. So the key is to show the love, and to affirm the good, and agree with what you can, and then once you've established that relationship, talk about the difference. Now let's talk about what you guys feel is important. Let's talk about the reality as against the void and seek to share Christ on that basis. And that's true with every other cult or religion, that process. So uh, we shouldn't be uh, phased by these. A lot of people in the West at the moment, you know, oh, I'm kind of a Buddhist. You know, I think mindfulness is great. Well, it is. We should be more mindful as Christians at a level. You know, I think, uh, you know, meditation is good. That's true. And probably Christians should be more meditative than we are. And But but when you get into their, because they've got this eightfold pathway, the four noble truths and the yeah. eightfold pathway, when you get down to the meditation part, that's when it gets dodgy. That's when you can you can see the occultic aspects coming through into it, switching off the mind and believing stuff that isn't true. So, um, yeah. So we uh, we need to we need to show love for Buddhists and share the gospel with them. Yeah, and this is one of the things that the the booklets will do not just with Buddhists but with other world religions is it allows you to uh, to see how they think, to see what they believe, and contrast that and compare that with the truths of the scripture in the Bible. And you can read them in about an hour. You know, we're not talking about a great big thing. We just basically give you the the nitty gritty. 